0: Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. It's Cody Gotham's Cape Crusader. We're keeping it Geekly. Yes, this is your number one stop for all things Geek Culture, from comic books to video games and so much more. And man, do we have a jam-packed week to come. We are going to be doing a charity stream with the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation, and that's going to be on the 23rd, the 24th, and the 25th. We'd love to see you there. We're going to be playing some Diablo 2, Resurrected, with Oblivia and so much more. But yeah, without any more further hesitation, let's go ahead and just see what's buzzing around in the Geek World and dive right in. Now, this first one is a whopper. It looks like Gas Station Simulator is outselling Deathloop on Steam. Steam. Now with both of these titles launching just last week, and keep in mind at the time of this writing, Gas Station Simulator peaked concurrent player count for the last 24 hours at 11,058 players, which is just barely over Deathloop's 10,936. Now it's important to note at the time of writing, Deathloop had around 20,000 players with Gas Station Simulator hitting 12,000. And as noted here, it's important to keep in mind all the universal praise Deathloop had. All these predictions for Game of the Year and Gas Station Simulator is just beating them. And this is an indie game title compared to a AAA developer. Now, having played both titles and beaten Deathloop and put some pretty decent time in the Gas Station Simulator, I can actually see why this is happening. Deathloop, you basically can play through it once. And then that's it. You can play as Juliana and pretty much block players from progression in their story. But other than that, the replayability is pretty, pretty zilch. But with Gas Station Simulator, it's just non-stop. So I could see where people are trying to get more bang for their dollar out of this game as opposed to Deathloop. Now, onto our next topic of news. It looks like Quantic Dream maybe working on a Star Wars game. Now, there were some pretty heavy leaks last week about the Detroit Become Human developers dropping a Star Wars game title, but it looks like Kutaku has heard something similar from independent sources. Now, forgive me for pronunciation, but it looks like it all started with YouTuber Gaotsu uh, on September 16th, with DualShock publishing a separate report based on a separate source, and this validated and supported his claim. Now, this report, Noted Not only that it's been in development for 18 months, but the Quantic Dreams Twitter account liking an article about that report in particular. Now, going a little bit more verbatim on this, it looks like Kotaku has heard the same from a third separate source with knowledge of the studio's development plans. According to this individual, Quantic Dreams has indeed been working on a Star Wars game for approximately a year and a half, which coincides with what we heard earlier. Instead, it's gonna have a traditional, more action type of gameplay and possibly even open world and multiplayer elements. Now, I may be a little bit biased on this, being a fan of Star Wars and liking Detroit Become Human, but only time will tell where this game leads us. Hopefully, in an open world with multiplayer elements, because that would be the shit. So, with that being said, that's gonna lead us to our next topic of the night, which is gonna be the SEC investigating activation Blizzard for discrimination and harassment. This is coming directly after losing one of their higher key legal advisors as well as an executive to a hit game. It looks like the SEC is now hot on their tail. This was further confirmed by a subsequent press release from Activision Blizzard themselves, confirming that as well as them cooperating fully with the EEOC's investigation. Now this leads us to the US Securities and Exchange Commission now investigating them for how they mishandled allegations of sexual misconduct and workplace discrimination. This is a totally separate investigation following a similar lawsuit from the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. So it looks like CEO Bobby Kotek documents from their Activision board meeting from 2019 files for former employees as well as separation agreements for the company made this year are being subpoenaed by the Securities and Exchange Commission. Now, things definitely are not looking good for Activision Blizzard as it stands. And it looks like a lot of key people are trying to jump ship before it sinks. Now, with that being said, guys, that does wrap up this week in Geek, but stay tuned. We got those DC Comics coming fresh off the press. Now, while we are going pretty heavy with Fear State this week with DC Comics, we are going to be starting with Shazam! Issue number three, written by Tim Sheridan with art be done by Clayton Henry. Sons of Perdition begins with Shazam! and Dane attempting to hide from Solaback and his army of demons. Unfortunately, Shazam! is left without powers because the, the Rock of Eternity is defending itself from anything and everyone possible, it's shutting itself off from the world. Now, Dane buys them a moment of rest, but that's short-lived as Neuron appears on the scene taunting them. Now, Neron takes them both and forces them down into the ground below, into the deep, dark tunnels where there's just endless amounts of them. Now, Neron knows the path to the Rock of Eternity, and he agrees to take them. Shazam and Dane are left wondering what the catch is, and there is a catch, and it just so happens that he wants Billy. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, this issue got rather dark and grim. Billy, as we know, is the poster child for being an innocent soul, quote-unquote, and that's what Neron wants in particular. Now, this is going to lead us to our big jump on Fear State, and we're going to be starting with Batman issue 113, written by James Tyron IV, with art being done by Jorge Hemenes. Now, Fear State Part 2 brings us the War of Gotham. We see the hacked Oracle taunting the citizens of Gotham, letting them know that Batman is dead, that soon they're going to be dead too, and that they need to arm themselves because the UFO up in the sky, aka the Magistrate, is looking to control them. Now, we see Commissioner Montoya at her desk, and she's left wondering what exactly she could do to save Gotham from this. And that's when we see Batman walk in, and he offers her the story of Simon Saint, the Magistrate, and Mayor Nakano. Now, she wants to believe him, but she needs evidence to prove it. And that leads us to Batman on the way to find that. Now, before he can even begin the search, he needs to find out if he's compromised. And this is going to request the aid of Ghostmaker. And, uh, yeah, he's going to be mind-controlling Bruce. Now, the fear state that the Scarecrow has engulfed Gotham and has actually bled into Nightwing's story as well. So this is going to lead us to our last book of the week, which is going to be Nightwing issue 84, written by Tom Taylor, are art being done by Robbie Rodriguez. Now, Fear State Part 1 brings us Nightwing reflecting on his responsibilities for Bloodhaven and what's to come. And whether or not that's finding an entire corrupt system, it's his duty to, to uphold that. And that leads him to coming back to Gotham because what's happening there could very well happen in Bloodhaven. Now, it's with these coordinates that we find out he's making his way to Park Row, aka Crime Ali, and that it wasn't the Oracle trying to reach out to him. No, it was the magistrate... And he is quickly overwhelmed and surrounded and things are not looking good for our boy nightwing now i will tell you that it's during this moment we see a friendly foe come to the rescue but hey i'm not going to spill any more besides letting you know that one of the most heartfelt scenes i've read in a while comes out of this book and it's definitely worth a read now that wraps up the dc side of things for today's podcast With that in mind, guys, before you go, we were given a key for Rainbow Laser Disco Dungeon by the lead developer to test out on tonight's stream. Be sure to tune in at 10 p.m. EST to check out what that game's all about. Now, you can stay up to date with all my different social media platforms at Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and so much more. At Job4Cody, as always, guys, if you like today's content, hit that subscription button, turn on notifications, but most importantly, keep it geekly.